The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Time's just going 18 minutes past five. That means The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Rolene, good afternoon. Thanks once again for joining us. Good afternoon. Always a pleasure to chat to you. Indeed. Welcome aboard once again, Rolene. As we start with the forthcoming verdict from the International Court of Justice regarding South Africa's genocide case against Israel. This coming about on Friday. Okay, so let's be clear, this Mm -hmm. is an interim verdict. Mm -hmm. Uh, And what I find interesting is that this was... um, this was broken by the News 24 publication. News 24 uh, published an article today breaking the news. But what I find particularly interesting is that the spokesperson from the Department of Justice said on record that they didn't know anything about it. And Israel's Ministry of Foreign Affairs said that they most certainly hadn't uh, heard about it. But what is very interesting is that according to News 24, the South African delegation is already in The Hague expecting this interim verdict. Now, we don't know um, what the possibility of a ruling is, uh, so we're going to have to wait and see on Friday. But breaking last night news that over 200 U.S. uh, congressmen and women have written to Secretary of State Antony Blinken. I'm going to read you the letter. But the U.S. joins many other countries, including Germany and the U- and uh, France, uh, as well as the United Kingdom, in expressing their disgust at uh, South Africa's filing. And also, what is very important to remember is that 134 countries stand on the side of Israel. It's a very, very important fact to remember. And those who are aligning with South Africa are countries like Qatar, Venezuela, uh, Bolivia, uh, Iran, you know, countries not with the greatest human rights records. But let that be no distraction to President Ramaphosa. Let's take a look at that letter written to Secretary Blinken, and I'm going to read it to you in its entirety. Dear Secretary Blinken, South Africa has filed a grossly unfounded case against Israel at the International Court of Justice, accusing Israel of genocide and asking the court to order Israel to immediately halt its military efforts in Gaza. We write to you to express our disgust at this filing, which perpetrates false and dangerous allegations against the Jewish state. We share the administration's position that Israel has the right to defend itself against Hamas, uh, Hamas terror and appreciate the strong statement of National Security Council spokesman John Kirby that the South African application is meritless, counterproductive and completely without any basis in fact whatsoever. South Africa's accusation of genocide against Israel exposes how far Israel's enemies will go in their attempts to demonize the Jewish state, while barely acknowledging the Hamas terrorists who gleefully massacred, mutilated, raped and kidnapped innocent civilians on October the 7th, South Africa makes grossly unfounded and defamatory charges against Israel on the world stage abusing the judicial process in order to delegitimize the democratic state of Israel. Charging the Jewish state with genocide for defending itself against Hamas terror is particularly cynical given that the term genocide was coined following the murder of six million Jews in the Holocaust. 
We vigorously denounce South Africa's deeply hostile stance towards Israel and thoroughly reject its charge of genocide. We urge you to continue to do the same, to offer Israel all appropriate support in opposing South Africans' application to the ICJ and to encourage our allies to join us in speaking out against this unfounded attack on Israel, particularly at the United Nations and in other intergovernmental organizations. Well, drop mm -hmm. the mic. That is quite the letter. Indeed, quite the letter. And has there been quite a response to that? That letter coming out uh, today, Rolene, just to confirm that? Well, the response from Israel is, of course, gratitude to our uh, strongest ally, the United States. And, you know, I, I get during the day a lot of correspondence from people all opining on the United States mm, and, mm. Uh, and the uh, administration. And I think we have to be very, very firm in saying something important. Regardless of who sits in the administration, and in this case it has been the Biden administration, the United States has been Israel's strongest and resolute ally, unwavering from our side during this whole war. Uh, and I think it's very, very important to note that while we may disagree from time to time, as I think uh, most democracies do, we mm. disagree internally here in Israel, uh, nothing detracts from the staunch support that Israel has received from the United States and other allies. We can't forget that on that Friday that Israel presented our case to the ICJ, Germany wrote to the court saying we intend to uh, intervene as a third party on behalf of Israel. Rowling, can we just revisit uh, that first point that we touched on to regarding this uh, forthcoming verdict coming forth from uh, on, on Friday now? As, as I understand it in simplistic uh, terms, South Africa knows about it, other authorities don't. This is curious. It's very curious, and this is according to News 24. Now, they quote the uh, spokesperson from the Department of Justice saying that, you know, they, uh, they weren't aware of it or they hadn't had any correspondence. Israel's foreign uh, ministry have said they certainly haven't received any correspondence. But what is very curious is the fact that the, Israeli, that the South African delegation, rather, is at The Hague. Okay. This is, uh, I, I, I cannot wait for reaction or rather official statements as to what is transpiring here because something uh, clearly is not adding up here, Rolene. We wait in anticipation as to what is actually transpiring here regarding this supposed forthcoming verdict uh, from the International Court of Justice regarding South Africa's genocide case against Israel. This is supposed to happen on Friday. Let's just see what happens until then. Rolene, okay, so, so much happening on uh, the battlefield and the local front. Let's start with the battlefront. What can you tell us about uh, IDF operations as they stand at the moment? Rocket attacks. So, what's happening right now, even on the northern on the northern border regarding Hezbollah? Well, today, thank goodness, it has been quiet mm. with regards to rocket attacks. We did have several yesterday, uh, and the IDF striking uh, Hezbollah targets in the south of um, of Lebanon. Uh, Fascinating today is the IDF um, Arabic spokesperson releasing footage today um, taken from Gaza of ordinary Gazans calling for the immediate release of the hostages. That and caught blaming my attention also. <laughs> I must, sorry to interrupt, now, but it, that, yeah, anyway. 
carry on. It, it hasn't been verified. Mm -hmm. It hasn't been verified, but it is doing the rounds on um, on social media. And what we are finding is, as this war has progressed, is that we are hearing more and more from civilians in the Gaza Strip who might feel more emboldened. Also very interesting today is UN Watch's Executive Director Hillel Noya tweeting out that he has received an invitation to speak to uh, American lawmakers and one of the subjects for discussion is UNRWA and UNRWA of course have had a very very direct role to play in this war uh, and are we going to see some kind of investigation conducted into UNRWA's affairs? I certainly hope so mm. because again as we hear from the IDF as they um, proceed further into the Gaza Strip and right now they have surrounded Khan Yunus, they're moving through Khan uh, Yunus, they have called on civilians please to move to the safe zones. Uh, the, uh, the last that we heard from the IDF today regarding operations was uh, the Givati Brigade, their combat team, is continuing operations in Khan Yunus. Uh, what they are finding, the uh, attacks that uh, they are doing on nests are, are of terrorists who are located there. Rolene, and um, okay, so we have discussed this before, uh, just moving our attention away from all the conflicts and the political engagements, call it what you may. Let's just look at things locally now. Life in Israel, we have looked at that, but it was quite a while ago. We're now on day 110 of this horrific war taking place uh, in Israel. So amidst what's going, what's transpiring there, how do you read the situation on the ground in Israel as life is today in Israel? cost of living, the way people are going about their lives. What are you observing? Well, I think that's a very good question. I mean, there's no two ways about it. We are seeing uh, that there are days where, uh, you know, supermarket shelves may not have as much fresh produce mm -hmm. uh, and some days where we do have fresh produce. And that is largely because we don't have as many um, foreign workers on the farms. We are expecting uh, more to come into the country uh, shortly. But food security becoming a real issue, a very, very big issue growing in Israel, uh, along, of course, with our, uh, our concern for the hostages, our mm -hmm. grief for what happened on the 7th of October and our grief for fallen soldiers. What is really, really um, absolutely epidemic here is PTSD. One okay. in three I Israelis are suffering from PTSD. Uh, I, I think I could speak quite openly for myself. I speak for uh, the people that I talk to on a daily basis. We are exhausted. We are uh, grappling with the levels of depravity and cruelty uh, and of course the additional pressure put on us by countries like South Africa we just absolutely flummoxed uh, mm. at the fact that they have ignored Hamas's uh, genocidal actions of the 7th of October but it's very very real here uh, and as we said the other day that while people outside of Israel can empathize and, and, and also, of course, feel sad and are also impacted, uh, in, you know, exorbitant anti-Semitism, unless you live here, 
Mm. You cannot fully understand what it is like to live through a war. Roland, our hopes for this war to end as soon as possible. Our prayers and thoughts with you all in that part of the world. And we're going to have to leave it there. Roland, thank you so much for joining us once again to give us some background as to what has transpired in Israel today. Roland Marks, our correspondent from Israel. That's what's happening in Israel right now.